for August the 12th, 2020. This is Tabletox Games, episode 187. Well, it's uh, been a while um, again <laughs> since my last recording. Um, coming up on a month, I think. Uh, if I'm not... Uh, if not mistaken, um, I think I last time talked about my Go Big deck. Uh, of course, we're uh, talking Magic the Gathering Arena, as always, for the last year or so. And, um, yeah, my uh, Go Big deck was one I had just put together uh, about a month ago, uh, which surprised me when I went back and listened to that episode, because uh, it feels like a recent deck. Um, <clears throat> granted, I, I've been on the road uh, for during the last week, uh, slowly making my way home after my vacation, and still having some vacation on the way, just seeing some relatives. Uh, so I didn't get to, to play any magic. Um, so I guess that week uh, is... Uh, um, like a blank spot, <laughs> making it feel like it wasn't all that long ago uh, since I put together that deck. But I've been uh, I've been refining it and um, having a lot of, a lot of fun with it. Um, <clears throat> also been playing around with some other some other decks uh, uh, revolving around uh, Ugin, the Spirit Dragon. Uh, one that I put together, which uh, I, I thought it was older, but I'm now I think I'm, it's probably a, a bit uh, newer. Um, when I originally did uh, go big, I just had the one Ugin Spirit Dragon. I now have three, so um, I think that's uh, the sweet spot. Um, I, I find that usually I don't want four of any Planeswalker in my deck because they uh, just take up space and then uh, um, you're seldom going to have to or have an opportunity to play more than one, at least of these more heavy hitters. Uh, the like three converted monocost ones, uh, sure, but uh, these uh, heavier ones uh, like Ugin. Uh, I mean, it comes out with uh, loyal, it, 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 you play it for eight and uh, <clears throat> It starts with seven loyalty, so it, it's one of those uh, kind of game ender uh, cards, uh, especially that one. Well, anyway, uh, I have three of those now, and um, they it, it's the uh, center piece uh, of this uh, ancient artifacts deck that I put together. Um, <clears throat> been playing back and forth uh, with which colors to use. Um, but uh, I'm pretty much stuck on, uh, or, or uh, it's come down to, to being uh, almost all artifact, but I have some a little bit of red, uh, black, and uh, a blue in there. Um, so the, the, the rundown um, is I have uh, four unknown shores uh, to just get that that mana that I need in a particular color, um, but but otherwise it'll just do as a uh, colorless uh, mana, which is what I usually need. Uh, four uh, or three Karn's uh, Bastion. Uh, just uh, uh, this deck is pretty heavy on on uh, plus one plus one counters, so having a uh, card that can proliferate is is really handy. 
um, I have four uh, interplanar planar uh, beacons uh, for those uh, plane walkers, plane walkers, and uh, also of course giving me that uh, colorless mana that uh, is is fine for most cases. Uh, I have one Bonders uh, Enclave, uh, which is a card that um, I wasn't sure if it was worth having. Uh, it has the ability to uh, pay three and tap it uh, to draw a card, and you can only activate that if you control a creature with power four or greater. And this deck uh, uh, has a number of those, so I thought that would be a good fit. And it's also uh, colorless, uh, which works. Um, and uh, it's it's uh, been more useful than I thought. Uh, it, it's uh, not too uncommon that you sit around with uh, those extra mana and nothing to use it on. So uh, being able to uh, pull a card is, is always... Uh, uh, welcome in those uh, cases. Um, I have four Stonecoil Serpents, uh, always good in a colorless uh, where I'm an artifact deck, and uh, especially since, um, like, go big, this is uh, revolves around uh, getting a lot of uh, mana. In this case, it can be colorless, um, and and uh, and using it to the best effect. Um, I have four steam vents, since I have some blue and red uh, cards, four water uh, regrave for the blue and black, and four blood crypt for the black and red. Um, getting into the one drops, I have three ginger brutes, um, good for those <clears throat> uh, for the early game, and of course uh, uh, if I'm able to boost it up uh, later, um, than um, being able to slip by most of the defense is uh, can be pretty good, uh, very good actually. Uh, I have one Shadow Spear. Uh, haven't actually used that. I think um, it, it just hasn't hasn't come up in the games that I played since I put it in there. Uh, two Ocelots, which are um, kind of a uh, central piece in this deck. Um, as I have several uh, ways of getting uh, uh, counters, and I want to be able to move those from creature to creature if, if, if and when they die. Uh, two renowned weaponsmiths, which uh, it, it has the two abilities, but I'm just using it for the uh, the extra boost of mana to spend on artifacts and uh, activating uh, abilities of artifacts. Uh, Steel Overseer, so that's uh, two of those. Uh, that's a good, uh, or that's a, yeah, it's a, it's a good and uh, one of many uh, ways of boosting my creatures. Uh, one Emery Lurker of the Lock. I uh, just have that one. I've uh, it's never been. I've never really played uh, um, artifact decks that heavily before, so. Um, so I've never gotten around to getting more than a one, and I just haven't lucked into any either. Um, it's a good card when you have a chance to use it, uh, since it's uh, such a cheap, or I mean a, a, a weak uh, creature, it tends to die before you can use it. Um, or the case will be that you 
are too busy uh, playing the cards you have in hand and you don't uh, have time to, to play the card uh, from your uh, graveyard that you you can have uh, you can choose to cast uh, with it um, I have one Gadrek, the Crown Scourge, which is one of these new uh, Corsa 2021 cards, a uh, flying legendary dragon, uh, and it reads Gadrek, the Crown Scourge can't attack unless you control four or more artifacts, um, and at the beginning of your end step, create a, create a, a treasure token for each non token creature that died this turn so uh, fits fairly well into this deck considering i usually have a bunch of artifacts or i should if things are going well um and uh, hopefully i'll be able to kill some of my opponent's uh, creatures uh, uh, to, to get those treasures also the treasures are really handy to be able to play ugin as early as possible um I have four crystalline giants. Um, this is a card that uh, uh, I've, I've focused on uh, getting into the deck with my rares um, for the last while. Um, I really love these uh, this card, although it has that uh, randomness to it that you don't know what you're going to get uh, once you you've uh, gone through a few turns and uh, they've amassed a few different uh, uh, abilities. Uh, they get really powerful and especially if you can uh, move some plus one plus one counters on them uh, using the oscillate or or the other way around if their abilities can be spread to uh, uh, or moved to another creature through the oscillate it's also a, a nice little bonus um <clears throat> uh, for paladin mer which of course is uh, very essential uh, for getting that uh, uh, Ugin into play as early as uh, is possible and um, um, those also tend to draw some aggro um, but uh, since people are, are pretty hip to what's going on I think uh, if you're playing an artifact deck and you have those um, but uh, sometimes uh, people don't uh, prioritize them since it's just a 2-2 um, and especially you can uh, uh, dazzle them with the crystalline giant and uh, have them look that way instead um, I have one solemn simulacrum uh, I just have that one so far I haven't decided how useful it is yet um, this is kind of crowded a kind of a crowded deck and uh, don't know what I would want to push out if I want to get more in there but uh, uh, I'll let that one stick around for now um, we'll see where which way I lean in the future one nickel bolus uh, demon god and um, it, it feels like a good complement to Ugin um, has kind of similar abilities. Also, it can copy the ability of Ugin. Um, don't know how useful that is. I haven't been able to do that yet, but um, uh, that is a possibility. But um, it is in a way here just because I'm playing these three colors anyway, and uh, I have the uh, uh, interplanar um, beacons, so that will help uh, get that into play. Um, to Ugin, the 
ineffable so that's the uh or the spark ugin um which is really handy because uh it will make um uh colorless spells cost uh, two less so that's as soon as you get that into play you can really start pumping out some artifacts and uh and uh, hopefully uh the other ugin ugin the spirit dragon as well um, because that'll drop in price uh mana cost uh speaking of that i have one uh, tesseret master of the bridge which is a planeswalker which is the cost one black one blue and four colors and it uh, has a bunch of artifact specific features uh, or uh, abilities so um uh, one of which is is just uh, um giving all what what does it say it says um let me bring this up here um Creatures and Planeswalker spells you cast have affinity for artifacts. So that means they become one cheaper for each artifact you have in play. Um, so uh, the colorless, uh, anyway. Um, so that will also uh, get things really cheap. Um, good thing is that uh, both Ugin the Neferable and uh, Tesseret will give you some bonus um plus one plus one counters on your st uh, stone coil uh serpents so you can really get some big uh, serpents to play as well if those are in play uh four meteor golem uh that's an expensive three three but it lets you uh destroy any permanent uh when it comes into play so those are really nice to have once you start getting uh making your your artifacts cheaper or if you have the mirror in play you can uh, start taking out some some of uh, those pesky uh, planeswalkers or uh, other uh, uh, permanents that are are hindering you and of course ugin the spirit dragon which is the showstopper and uh, a nice little bonus feature that i didn't even think of when i started making this deck is that um <clears throat> it has that uh the main ability that that you'll use is the uh, minus x to exile each permanent uh with converted mana cost x or less uh, and this is the part that i wasn't thinking of that it says that's one or more colors so um i wasn't even expecting because that's not how i played it in my uh, go big deck but i wasn't even expecting to keep any of my own uh, permanents but of course you do if you have a bunch of artifacts uh, colorless artifacts so um there's just a few that are uh, in danger of, of being knocked out and uh, so far i've been able to live without them so um yeah that's a nice nice showstopper so i've been having pretty good uh, success with this deck um i'm perfect uh currently at 62.7 percent win loss um i had a really good day uh, yesterday winning 66.7 uh, percent of my matches and uh, which is pushing it up um i'm actually 71.4 percent uh, the day before that so um today it's just been 50 50 but i haven't played it more than two matches so uh 
but uh, yeah, uh, it's a really nice deck, and I wasn't at all expecting it to be uh, something that uh, would be competitive. I thought it was just be a, a fun little aside, uh, or just uh, to, to play some some pickup matches. But I've uh, been having a lot of fun with that deck, and uh, I've been talking for quite a while now, so I think I'm gonna I'm gonna cut it off here. But um, that is. Uh, Ancient artifacts.